thank you for downloading this podcast. I hope you're all safe and well during these lockdown times, so um, just grab your drink and join us. This month in drinking history! <laughs> Hello and welcome to This Month in Drinking History. It's what my accountant told me was a really great idea, but wasn't going to work me trying to claim back drinks from the tax man. But fuck it, I'm going to try. So we're here, we're joined with a whole host of guests, some new, some not so new, so we're just going to jump right in with our first round of Who Drink and Cheers. So, Craig, can you tell us Who Drink and Cheers? Hello, I'm Craig Wilson, I'm a, I'm a comedy boy, uh, and I'm I'm drinking uh, Tenants Gluten-Free, because I was... <laughs> <laughs> you were sick of me. <laughs> I thought it was alcohol-free, that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to drink Tenants, but I also wanted everyone to still hate me. Uh, <laughs> Way ahead of you. And uh, my, my cheers uh, is uh, Italian, but I'm going to let my phone do it, if it'll pick it up. Saluti. Sa- saluti. Saluti, yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and your relevance for picking the Italian cheers. Uh, I just, I typed in uh, cheers in an Italian autocorrected the uh, first thing. Know, it is the, the, the level of people going to the depths of research for yeah. the show that yeah. makes me really <laughs> proud. So moving on. <laughs> Declan, can you tell us who drink in cheers, please? Hello, I'm Declan. I am a comedian and a barista. I will let you decide which one is a hobby and which one pays the rent. Um, what am I drinking? I'm drinking, I'm quite happy with this, I'm drinking a, a Sauvignon, which is called Principe Dracula. Okay, now this is a, this is a red wine from Rome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, my mum my is a big Dracula fan and a big red wine fan, so I saw this about six months ago and I was like, I'm going to get her out for Christmas. That's our Christmas present sorted. But um, sadly, just before Christmas, my mum had an operation where she can't drink. So... So, so she never got it. So I thought, as a belated Christmas present, she could listen to me drink it. That is was awesome. uh, was definitely the plan. And when we finish that, I've also got a bottle of McGuigan red wine, which is the family red wine. So I'm very I'm very excited about that. Um, you may recognise it from the reduced section of all your <laughs> <laughs> favourite supermarkets, because and I don't want to shit on the brand, but it's terrible. It's a really awful red wine. But I'm hoping after the Dracula one. So that's like I'm the drinks equivalent of what I'm not a racist, but. Yes. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. No, okay. well, thank uh, you. And your cheers, Declan. My cheers is Yamos. Yamos. I don't know if nice. I'm doing that right, but it's, yeah. uh, it's Greek yes, for cheers. And uh, when we went to Greece, I was taught that when I was like 11. And I would say it to everyone in every situation. And this, uh, this person was trying to sell us like flowers and stuff and I just kept saying Yamos to her and she got very irritated <laughs> so <laughs> it was <laughs> <laughs> so moving on Marilyn can we have who drinking cheers please? hi I'm Marilyn I'm a comedian for Shetland and uh, as is my nature of Shetland I'm drinking red cans <laughs> a red can is a McEwan's and it really upsets me how many establishments throughout the city of Glasgow in Edinburgh don't serve red cans I thought it was like widely available, no? Uh, no, it is disgusting. No. Like, how many fuck are like, we don't have that, but we have this, like, I'm paying from America. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and also, red cans in Shetland are called, uh, well, they're actually known as the Shetland Rose. I think an Arcadian came up with that nickname. The because Shetland Rose. It's called the Shetland Rose because when you drive around Shetland by the roadside, there's so many of these in the <laughs> ditches. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they spring up like wildflowers. Oh, uh, no. And I've checked and they're always empty. 
I love the fact that <laughs> you're just always a stereotype. It's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's tremendous. And you're, uh, cheers, please. Uh, my cheers. Oh, it's uh, again Shetland. It's Skull the Hinderquaff. So you'll recognise that from our known, ba- yeah, our known background. So Skull is like drink, uh, which you get in Norway. And uh, da is the... It's not me trying to be gangster, by the way, when I say da. <laughs> and uh, hinder is last most, and quaff is drop. So it means drink the last drop. Scald the hinder quaff. Sounds like a hairstyle. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually... actually it sounds about rude, to be quite honest. It's, it's not real at all. I thought it was Doric for a second. Like, what? Like burn the quine. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, you only get stabbed your microphone. Yeah. Burn the quine. Yeah. What was it called? The you insulted Shatner's and Doric all in one go. <laughs> they actually say burn the coin because the other Shatner cheers is grip his pilly, grab his penis. Oh. Those oh. are the two cheers. Oh, I oh, I can see where it get confusing because a pilly down here is like a pillow. Oh no, a pilly in Shetland is a willy. That's mm. going to cause some confusion. Last time I was in Shetland, now I know why the lassie was really upset when I asked for a spare pillow. Okay. What did you do with the first one? In Yorkshire, pilly is just drugs. So we're moving on. This is the very, very first quiz part of the round. We're going for this month's reason for drinking. This is a brief explanation why you're drinking this month. It'll be a reason from history or something personal. So, Craig, can you tell us your this month's reason for drinking? This month I am drinking because we've had two really big storms in uh, Scotland back to back. Uh, What was the first one? I don't know, I called it Cicada, but I was wrong. Yeah, Stor- <laughs> Storm Woman's Kira, Name. Kira. Storm Kira. Kira. I thought Cicada would have been better, though. It just yeah. it sounds more like, dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could hear it coming. Uh, and then Storm Dennis, which is a, a lot it just you know, less... It's going to bore you to death, yeah, Storm yeah. Dennis, doesn't it? I suppose <laughs> it's already has, because I've not left my house in three days uh, for that one. <laughs> so, And I had to work for two of them. So I, I, it's it's... Yeah, it's ruined a lot of pairs of trousers I had. Uh, <laughs> it changed twice on the way here. Because um, it, it was really loud and it scared me and I pissed myself. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's... Oh, oh I hate the, the rain, said the guy who lives in Scotland. <laughs> who turned into Paul McDaniel there? When yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I hate the rain. I love you, Paul. <laughs> Here's for you, Paul. I worked in fucking radio, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> So thanks, that's a nice this month's reason for drinking. So Declan, what is your this month's reason for drinking? My reason for drinking this month is it has been firmly decided that I'm moving back to Aberdeen. What? <laughs> I, I was worried he was going to hit the applause button, so I'm glad. I'm glad <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yeah, so um, yeah, just I've been in Glasgow for two years now, and I've just decided I'm too happy, so I thought I'll go back to uh, <laughs> go, go back, back to, to the greyish city. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're we're all in. So I'm, move, I'm moving back to Glasgow at the end of March, and uh, back to me, me, yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> even oh, yeah, even you don't want to go. I don't want. I'm just. I'm, I'm, I'm I may point out to the listeners, Declan has done quite a bit of pregame for this. Yes. Too much. I w- yeah, Danielle was like, uh, my good lady was like, I'm not happy in Glasgow. I was like, well, I am, so we're moving back to Aberdeen. <laughs> <laughs> it's by, uh, it's, relationships it's and compromise. Yes. You've got to love that. That's, very, that's a very good reason I would be drinking too if I was being forced to intern back in Aberdeen. I may cut that bit. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm never getting gigs up there. So, Mary Elaine, what is your this month's reason for drinking? I find this the hardest round of the quiz so far because I couldn't think of a reason not to drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, unless I had to drive to a gig because no one else was driving. Um, 
But uh, oh, by the way, thanks for that Dundee gig. Oh, for driving us there. Well, to be honest, that's the <laughs> other drink I've not even mentioned in this bag from the last round. Is all drink from the Seventy One Brewing Company. Oh yes. Because last time when I had to drive there, I couldn't drink because I was driving. So they give me a box of beer to take away. Nice. Thanks, boys. Um, <laughs> but I suppose my reason for drinking... Actually, you know what? It's up Helia season in Shetland. And if anyone doesn't know, up Helia is like... It means the end of the holy days, which is over Christmas time. And traditionally, way, way, way back, it was to scare the monsters of Trous back into hiding under the ground. Um, but now it's kind of like a Viking festival. And there's about 10 of them in Shetland. They run from Feb- January till end of March. So it's kind of nice to drink and feel like I'm honouring... Our Viking ways back at home. I just love it. It's every time you talk, it's like a Harry Potter story. It's tremendous. <laughs> You're like, I drink to fight demons. It's tremendous. <laughs> I'm like, that is a fucking awesome way of drinking. What but demons? The ones when I drink. The ones <laughs> well, I drink to silence the voices, so it's the same reason, really. But that's And yet we're still here. And I'm still here, yeah. I'm old. I'm fucking, oh God, I'm twice the age of some of you. Oh, that's so painful. Craig. <laughs> Yo. I think he's the youngest here. You'd think so, wouldn't no? <gasps> Are you? How youngest? dare you? I, I How very boy, dare you? Yeah, I don't know. Like, just, I just Can't you tell from my voice? I mean, he's wearing a Power Rangers t-shirt. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, whatever age you are, take 10 off of that. Like, yeah. Just, just for the top. Uh, see, because I, I mean, if take I was wearing that, they'd probably arrest me. <laughs> I'm wearing if Splatoon. I was walking about wearing a Power Rangers t-shirt, they would arrest me. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be like, mm, you're up to something. <laughs> <laughs> so that's great. Thanks very much for your this month's reason and drinking. <laughs> so moving on to the Alco ad round. This is the round where we get our panellists to make a new advert for drink or drinking. So moving straight on, Craig, what is your new Alco ad? Okay, so... Um, we open uh, on... Uh, we're in a local pub. There's a load of men and women of different ages around the bar. Then cuts to a fridge full of loads of different coloured cans with fancy designs and names like Heaven's Javelin prom- Pomegranate Pale Ale. Something Shetland like Rose. <laughs> Shetland Rose. <laughs> um, and then we cut back to the group of people and one says, I just want a regular old beer. Another says, a beer I don't feel embarrassed ordering. Another pipes up from across the bar. A working person's beer. That's only flavour is beer. One that'll put hair in your chest. And everyone around the bar starts cheering and shouting like, yeah, hear, hear. Then I, Craig Wilson, walk up to the <laughs> bar. <laughs> walk up to the bar and say, hello, I'd like one Heaven's Javelin, please. The can with the glitter on it. And can I have an umbrella in it, please? And then text comes on the screen and it says, Heaven's Javelin. Somebody's buying it. <laughs> I was like, I really thought you were going to go end up with a coronavirus joke there. I don't know why. I was like, I honestly you, thought. You are so obviously a film studio, right? <laughs> you're like, it cuts to black. Yeah. Okay, like, you, gave, you gave directions to like everything yeah, yeah. that's happening around you in that. Yeah. Like. No, I'm enjoying that. Yeah. Enjoying that one. The alcohol had definitely has it. So, so uh, what's it called again? Uh, I, I, went, I just went Heaven's Javelin. Heaven's Javelin. <laughs> I've ordered more stupid beers to be honest. I remember drinking a, an Atomic Penguin once. Because uh, I oh, ordered yeah, yeah, No, yeah. but I was so disappointed when a can showed up. Yeah. I was like, I, w- I heard someone order one and went, an Atomic Penguin? I don't know what the fuck that is, but I'm having that. And it was a fucking can of beer. Is it I was upset. I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's a very is cool it? cocktail. 
Yeah, I thought it was going to be something like that. I, I mean, I would have been excited if it was a fucking like cyborg penguin. That would have made my day, but no. I thought Tommy Penguin was like a 67% lager. Oh, no, it's, a, it's one of the brew dogs. Has it not got the hand-drawn penguin on it? No? No, I think that's just someone drinking a oh, cool. and trying to I think that's someone just selling me beer on the street. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I call it Atomic Penguin. I drew it myself. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll move on. Declan. So my advert is for Tequila Rosé. Okay. okay. We're in a bar and there's a bunch of people drinking and the night's going out. And Please one stage directions. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't originally going to do that, but you've set a theme. So <laughs> uh, I got it. And then they're at the bar and they're ordering around and one of them really doesn't want to drink. And they're like, I just want to have like a night out and not get drunk, but still be in as much debt. And they're like, oh, don't worry. I have the drink for you. And then all night she does tequila rosies. And then it comes up with tequila rosie so you can be sober but still lose all your money. Because I think Tequila <laughs> Rosé... Sorry, are you going? No, no, I thought that's what cocaine was. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is cheaper, oh, so... Really? Uh, <laughs> it's pretty good. And, and there's, a, there's like... I've thought of like a series of ads where one later will be like, someone's shot in Tequila Rosé and they think they're so drunk and then it comes up with like a slightly sour bottle of strawberry milkshake and they're like, ah, you guys. I just think Tequila Rosé is the worst shot in the world. Is this like, real? Is this a real drink? What do you mean? Is this a real drink? Yes, a tequila right. rosy is like a yogurty tequila that's like oh. like like eleven percent. Yeah. Have you? Oh, um, Scott, this is in this is To be perfectly honest, the worst shot is probably the one that kills you. I mean, that, it's like it's, that sounds like from no, a nine. No, that's the second the worst. The first one is tequila rosy. Like it's it's genuinely. Have you just not seen this? It's it's like probably the most popular shot in all bars right now, where it's like a strawberry. Sort of I should explain flavor. for the listeners um, if you had to get a child to draw a hipster, that's what Declan looks like. So <laughs> that's probably the bar he drinks in. I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we should take a break and go try one then. Come yeah, back. I'll be back in a second, guys. <laughs> I feel like if you had to. Oh, get that would be, how good would that have been for an advert if we all go, <laughs> right? Whoa! Let's go have one of them right now. <laughs> we Can all come back and we're like, that was shit. Rephrase it with what? Can you rephrase it? It was like it was like a tequila and a yakult. Is that how you make it? <laughs> I, I, yeah, but then Tequi- minus the tequila, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just it, yogurt. It, it, I genuinely have a theory that there's no alcohol in it. Like it's, yeah. it's complete balls. Like so, it's just like a placebo effect. Have you have no use had it? <laughs> no, Even I better. Really, I don't really <laughs> do. Where do you, where do you acquire these? Any bar. No, you don't. Any bar. <laughs> Not Honestly. the bars I'm drinking. When you say bars, you sure don't mean alleyways. <laughs> <laughs> You're back to that guy selling you the alcohol. <laughs> 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 guy. See, this is what... Right, okay, it's an audio forum. This is what annoys me about my image, is I get hit with hipster jokes and homeless jokes. And it's like, you, can't, <laughs> you can't be both, okay? Well, like, technically, the look is kind of <laughs> similar. I feel it's more homeless. Even Billy, Billy Conley done the whole joke about the guy, the hipster, walking through London, and he's got his cup of tea, and, he, and someone put a pound in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, no, it's it's very similar look. Man, I it's just a, It's a groomed homeless person. As I need a, a pound, so like, I'll <laughs> be trying. Oh, it's all because you, you, you sprayed him earlier for smelling too bad. <laughs> we weren't going to mention that on air earlier. I'm going to have to edit and fuck that out now. I mean, leave it in, man. Oh, well, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> That's spray your, spray my, by the way, I've not home. finished my French poster. Amongst the quotes is going to be ENTC, he smells too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I never said that. What I said was, I'm really sorry about this. And then I just started spraying you. With I, feel, <laughs> I, feel that, I feel that's worse than you smell too bad because not, not only did you, like, 
like not say the words but you before you said anything you took the precaution to end it you were like okay i need this i need this sorted i'm really sorry about this but this has to happen i know but that's me more about me than anyone else that sounds more ominous out of context ian said he did it before i came here and i didn't have the hat to say but until now like i don't actually really have a sense of smell so like lucky you (laughs) (laughs) that's why we sat on next to declan (laughs) (laughs) why do you think i'm on a couch by myself (laughs) and i'm as far away and near a window. No. <laughs> God, this is turned mean. Right, Lane. Hi. Do you require Hi. any ambience? No, yeah, um, maybe an ambulance. Sorry, well, sorry, again, well no, do you have like the sound of like gentle buying of sheep in the background? No. Why are you excited? I've got a horror mean. track. No, okay, let's just let <laughs> me. Okay, I can so, do my own voice. We'll, we'll Marilyn, can you? Because we're going to have to edit that whole bit. Hang on, we retake our intro, but we don't retake my smelling of shit. <laughs> like, oh no, I'll get that. You just no, keep putting it in. That, 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 that is staying in. <laughs> so, Marilyn, can you give us your alcohol? So, it opens to a fine summer day in Shetland where the smell of cut silage in the field, so you know you're going to have enough gurs in store to feed the yows in winter. <laughs> That wasn't a joke. That was <laughs> that was, was a genuine. <laughs> okay. <He's on> uh, <laughs> and uh, what else is happening? Oh yeah, and uh, it's a fine summer day when the sun is that high in the sky. But because it's summer, it could be eleven at night. You have no idea what time it is, and you're already pissed. <laughs> and there's that kind of gentle sea breeze coming in. So even though it's warm, there's a chill in the air, which means you can't stop shooting the sheep, otherwise you'll catch a chill. And then I come in. <laughs> I come in and wear my rubber boots because it's still muddy and daisy jukes, but tights because I haven't worked on my bikini line. <laughs> and a really cool t-shirt that I hope a band will send me for free. Maybe <laughs> if, you, if you're listening, Metallica. And I'm s- standing there all sweaty with a sweaty red can looking sweaty. And then this guy comes up with a South- southerner accent like, Hi, Mario Line. I wish I could drink red cans and be cool at drinking them like you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you can. Just buy some red cans. And they're like, and? I'm like, drink them. Like, <laughs> cool. And then the tagline of the ad with a lovely shot of a McEwen's in a ditch goes, if you think you can, you should. Yay! <laughs> that was a real can open. That was a something. Mario Lane actually fucking improvised that. That was tremendous. Thank you. Yeah. That was my Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was almost Liam. Uh, all right, Mario Light. <laughs> yeah, homecoming. Yeah, that was definitely Liam Farley. You nailed it. That Paisley accent. Nuns are cunts, man. <laughs> Surprisingly close. You can tell by my teeth I'm from Paisley. Hey, up. I'm trying to get Liam on this podcast. I've been to. 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 I've been down to Aldi. <laughs> it was like a javelin. Right, no, right. <laughs> I can't do accents. Actually, the only oh, because Marilyn's not that astute. I'm sorry, Liam, and I'm sorry, Liam. No, that, all of that was tremendous. Thanks very much. Let's move on. Oh, during the break, we all get pissed. <laughs> so, welcome to the, the third round. Hopefully, this will go well. I, I cannot stress... <laughs> 
that we had a little break there and the amount of alcohol we've consumed in that time period may make this a little bit hard to edit. So <laughs> we'll move on with the alcohol facts of history. We'll start with Craig. Craig, can you give us your alcohol fact of history? Okay, so originally I had one that was about uh, th- like a group of bears that, that had to go to rehab because they got really, really drunk all the time. Um, and I had all these jokes about picnic baskets getting stolen and things like that. And then I read more into it and I found out they were like getting abused and stuff. So I can't do the whole story. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was, it was, it was very upsetting. So I've gone, for, I've gone for something else. I'm going to edit that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why were the bears getting abused? No, please don't open that. No, I'm it's were they open anyway. Were they abused with their bare hands? <laughs> Fuck off. I enjoyed um, that. <laughs> no, it's no shame. Oh, the buttons didn't choose boo. Bear abuse. <laughs> bear abuse. Ha ha ha. Right, can we move on? What's so, wrong with the bears? Fuck pandas. So, yeah, they suck. They do suck. They won't fuck either. <laughs> I tried. Okay, it's a very polarizing conversation. Hey! hey. <laughs> oh, oh, don't dab on a podcast, you moron. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't me. No, thank you. It was it was Craig. Uh, oh, but you had to announce like I'm so known for dabs. I had to, <laughs> I had to let the the listeners know. Craigie boy, please. So, uh, does does everybody know the legend of the thirteen crystal skulls? Yes. Uh, they, they did make a movie that was related to it, but I haven't seen it. Um, so they're not actually crystal. They're milky white quartz. Um, I think I've seen that band. Yeah, uh, they they oh, do it, ACDC uh, covers. It's great. <laughs> Milky Way Quartz. Actually, was that not a beer you brought last night? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mario Lane's got one in her bag. Yeah. <laughs> no gluten or wheat. Yeah, it was very uh, trendy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they attributed it to, to Maya or Aztec civilizations, but it's actually, they proved that it's probably actually just made in 19th century Germany. Um, and they're supposed to be surrounded by supernatural phenomenons. Oh, this is what they based the kind of bullshit with the, the last Indiana Jones movie on. Yes, right? yes. Try them yes. off. Um, so, supernatural phenomenon. What actor slash writer is obsessed with supernatural stuff? Dan Aykroyd. Wrote Ghostbusters 1, 2, 3, the one that Bill Murray tore up. Um, so, in 2007, he decided that he wanted to make an additive-free vodka with his friend. His friend that he w- was also obsessed with with the crystal skull phenomenon. So, in the, for this vodka, they filter it in, a, in, in production through the similar quartz to the crystals that they are in the skulls. They're supposed to have healing properties and be full of spinach, spirit, spinach energy. Uh, spinach energy. <laughs> <laughs> they make you really it's strong. It's in the uh, post-watershed Popeye series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Popeye just gets wrecked. Uh, I am what I am and what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> he downs it. I can't stand no more. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's supposed to be filled with spirit energy. Um, and it's also kosher and gluten-free, so you know I'm going to have some in the next episode. Is that, is that the one that's in the, in the skull? skull? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in it, has, it has healing properties. I shot at it once and spewed my load, so yeah, fuck yeah. that fact. It's, it's, it's like I, a, yeah, a I, detox I, a in a... A couple of shots of that skull. distinctly made me careless. So, yeah. <laughs> so, when you were talking about the, the, the bottle... Um, it took them two years to design a bottle that is just a human skull. <laughs> like, oh, you could just get an x-ray quicker than that. Like, um, and and then, where did they put the spout? That was probably the debate. Yeah, I mean, I would put it in the Tip- nose. Typically, like, oh, I chew, I'm steaming again. 
<laughs> so it was actually um, in production at the same time as the Indiana Jones film. So Dan Aykroyd actually contacted Steven Spielberg and went to meet with him in person to like apologize almost or like to be like I'm it's not nothing to do with the film I'm not trying to step on your thing and Steven Spielberg was like is it not finished oh we could have served it at the premiere man <laughs> and then the liquor board of Ontario refused to carry it saying that people might find it offensive but over the years they've uh, relaxed their their rule and decided there's a lot more offensive stuff out there <laughs> Um, is that the rules now? Because it's not the shittiest thing ever. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Hey, that's how they let me on stage now, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's his one quote on his poster. <laughs> <laughs> not the worst not thing. Not the shittiest thing, thing ever. ever. <laughs> um, in, uh, in 2013, Ackroyd spent more than 90 days of the year on the road promoting it. And people wondered why the Ghostbusters 3 script was shite and Bill Murray ripped it up. Um, and it was the official vodka of the Rolling Stones 50th anniversary tour. Presumably that was in 1993. <laughs> and uh, my favourite my favorite thing about Dan Aykroyd's Crystal Skull Vodka is that my friend uh, is in a Kaylee band. And they were playing at a function for the Glasgow's Paranormal Society. And Dan Aykroyd was their guest of honor. Wow. And uh, he did, couldn't make it on time, so he sent them like six bottles of it. And it tasted very average. <laughs> uh, yes, it's just vodka. Is that your opinion on the vodka? Declan, can we have your alcohol fact of history? So my, my alcohol fact of history is based on the shot that we all know and hate, absinthe. <laughs> okay. We, all, we are all aware of absinthe. It reminds us of our darkest days okay so i was looking into this because like i i, I kind of i'm aware that it's quite a heavy going shot you know when people bring out the absence there's there's never a good vibe do you know what i mean no one brings out the absence and you're like ah shit, oh shit it's getting it's heavy to be honest, it did a, a lot of really really inventive art to loose the trek and all like yeah stuff, so it was well, really there was a lot of that so. th- this was what i was looking into it was like it was like the joint of the the fucking 19th century like it was kind of very like, much it, it was considered like the like experimental drug of the time so i was looking into absinthe and why it's got that reputation and i did not know that it has a very well documented like fucking 100 year fucking thing Mm -hmm. so basically right (laughs) absinthe in 1905 right in late of august there was this guy who was called jean laf lanfrey jean lanfrey okay right and he was a frenchman and he had went out and drank amongst other things some absinthe okay he'd started the night with absinthe and then he had some more absinthe and then he had i think it was like whiskey wine brandy a bunch of other things went home and, and downed a, a barrel of wine it wasn't a barrel but <laughs> <laughs> it was two but for, for 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 his sake it was a barrel and then he shot his wife and his kids he fucking oh. like yeah 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 he shot his wife he shot his comedy w- podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so he shot. Uh, uh, th- he shot. He thought it was funny. He shot. He shot. <laughs> <laughs> he, shot his wife, <laughs> he shot his wife. Right. And then his first daughter came down to see what the commotion was, and he shot her. And then he was like, "Well, I've got one more daughter. I might as well shoot her." So he went upstairs. At and that point, like, yeah. You yeah, you're know, like, you're like, there's no, there's no, there's no getting out of this, right? So he, he, pound. <laughs> so he shot the last one. And uh, they they blamed they they blamed the the whole thing like on absinthe. On absinthe. Like they they're like it is the it is the alcohol of the devil. 
Because originally called like was it not like the Green Angel or like well Green Fairy the Green Fairy yeah the Green Fairy and then this was the turning point where it became the Green Devil ooh Green Devil okay (laughs) and absence absolutely became that alcohol they were like this is like fuck it we need to ban all alcohol because absence is a killer there at this time you had the you had the illness that was alcoholism and absinthe ism (laughs) was a a step above that that was like they were like if you're drinking absence you're you're even worse than that and then it got banned in switzerland in 1910 it got banned in belgium in 1905 it got banned in the us in 1912 and it got exiled in france in 1915 which is where it originated never banned in britain never banned in britain well well this is the thing there was a there was a czech distillery in 1994 and do you want to know why because it wasn't ever popular here. That's the only reason it wasn't Well, what, what, what I heard was that the Czech distillery took it to the UK and was like, here, here's a drink, right, that the fucking Switch drank and they killed loads of cunts and they're like, that sounds banging. Like, no, fucking no, like, no, let's no, have some of that. No, and like, and like we've accepted it ever since then. never popular. So I think, yeah, I had more, but I can't read my own handwriting. So... Because <laughs> you had some combina- absinthe. That's a combination of dyspraxia and absinthe. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll move on. Is a... No one's drank absinthe in the show yet, and that's almost like a fucking day Not openly. Yeah. <laughs> With the absinthe special, where we all just cry for the whole episode. <laughs> just the woodworm kicks in, we all go hallucinate, and then hate <laughs> or kill our families. Okay, so let's move on. At the same time. <laughs> so, Mario Lane, can you give us your alco fact of history, please? Hey, okay, here's my alco fact of history, and I don't have a bottle of it here because I drank it. So... <laughs> Um, there's this rum called Stuart's Rum in Shetland, which is a fine Guyan and Demerara rum. Stuart's Rum is well-loved in Shetland, and it's uh, by these guys that basically... The history behind Stuart's Rum is... Do you know about grog? Have you had grog yes, on the yes, podcast no, before? It's and been brought up, and not in a physical means, but it has loads been... Loads of... Yep, <laughs> no, we haven't thrown up yet. Yeah. I've heard a sea shanty. Yeah, so so grog is great. So grog, the beauty of it was it. Well, the beauty of it for the captains was it didn't stay good, so they had to dump it if they didn't drink it. So that's why it was good for rationing. Um, so these boys in Shetland were like, we'd really like a rum that reminds us of the grog ration. We really like that fine demerara rum. So this company in Shetland basically worked up a company in Guyana to produce a demerara rum similar to that of the rationing rum of grog, and they came up with Stuart's rum, which is a very dark rum. It's almost got like almost like a coffee sweet liqueur taste to it without it being flavoured any of the slightest. You drink it with Coke, no ice, it's lovely. And in Guyana, this is what I've always been told my entire life. Guyana has many, many rums made, but there's only three dark demerara rums made in Guyana. One of them is Stuart's rum, and 95, if not 99% of Stuart's rum is drunk in Shetland. So Shetland technically drinks almost 32% of all the demerara rum that is made in Guyana. Every time you say that, I'm just going, derara rum But I was like, this is mad, this can't be true. So I had a little look at the rum book online. There's this, this website which talks all about rum. About rum, yeah, it does. The rum yeah, and I looked at Guyana, and I looked at Guyana and all the rums from Guyana, because there's many, many rums from Guyana, and I read over 71 rums, and I was like, well, that's a lot of rum. So I did that kind of <laughs> control F, and I searched the word Demerara, and only two of them came up with Demerara, and Stuart's rum wasn't listed. So I was like, 
I was about to blow this fact that the water's been a fallacy, but I think it's true. I think there's only three fine Demerara rums from Guyana, and Shetland drinks 32% of it that we know of. Probably drinks more, because like, you don't have like accurate records there, because you're too busy drinking the rum. Because you're too busy <laughs> pissed on red well, pan. It, gets, <laughs> it gets bottled in Leith, so you can get the odd bottle doing in Leith. That's why I can't say we have 99% of it. But one year they ran out of the standard size bottles, <laughs> and everyone in Shetland was that upset because they couldn't get their bottles of rum. So they did, you know how you get like a label at Upside Dune because there's an optics bottle? Yeah. <laughs> so everyone was just buying upside down bottles <laughs> because there was no standard size bottles. Everyone thinks there's a, a Netflix mind. special. What's the, the the thing with the upside down? What is Netflix? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's this thing called the internet. Do you mean the, the buffery, buffery never play website? What's the name of that television program? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> we'll edit that. The buffery uh, never plays a show. No, it's like so. So it's like some kind of Stranger Things the version. Dotty Circle. <laughs> I love well, we're that drink, subscription. We're drinking our upside down <laughs> rum. <laughs> I, I, I had to add one of them. I should have put them all in during it, but I'm just getting it at the end. Uh, so, yeah. So we're we're so dramming on our upside down rum. 32% of a particular kind of grog rum, <laughs> rum is drank in Shetland. That's a good fucking alcohol fact. Alcohol fact is, do we accept in that one? Yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> So we'll move on to round four. This is where Elliot's going to read us a bedtime story. We all had to understand which one is the drunken lie and which one is the sober truth. So Elliot, please furnish us with the stories. Yes, I've been sitting comfortably. Your first story is Tommy Fritz, the drunk pilot. On September 30th, 1956, Tommy Fritz was drunk in the New York bar and made a bet that he could travel from New Jersey to New York in 15 minutes. He proved them right when he went to New Jersey and, while still drunk, stole at 3am a plane from the Tertiborough School of Aeronautics and then flew, without lights or radio, straight back to New York to New York bar. For his illegal flight, he had a $5,000 bail, was only fired for $100 after the plane owner refused to press charges. Except that's not even the best bit, because in 1958, just before 1am, he did the same thing again. He got drunk, stole another plane from the same airfield, and landed in Yeshiva University in New York. And he only did it because a bar patron didn't believe the first time he did it. (laughs) (laughs) Fitz was uh, sent to prison, and he blamed his actions on a lousy drink. It was an absence. You're all good, right? So, so, okay, that's one story. So, Elliot, can you furnish us with the next story, please? The next story is about a famous rhyming myth. So, in 2006, the New York Times had confirmed uh, the myth of the famous drinking rhyme. The rhyme is, Liquor before beer, in the clear. Beer before liquor, never been sicker. It was proven by a scientific study that the pe- but the um, basically the, car- the carbonation from beer and sparkling wines can irritate your stomach's lining, increasing the rate of alcoholic absorption. So if you switch to liquor immediately after, with high percentage of alcohol, after downing beers, you will get intoxicated and thoroughly trousered more quickly. So, which one is it, ladies and gentlemen? Is it the... Is it the pilot who's pished? Or is it the gastritical drink that makes the difference? Which one will you pick? So the boy who flies to the place and the place back. Tommy Fritz, yes, from New Jersey to New York in in 15 minutes. Yeah, that kind. He did it twice. Did it twice. And just, th- just to prove a bloody point. Exactly, he was literally drunk We've in a bar. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> did he, did he, did he do it twice within the time frame? 
Uh, no, so the first time he did it, that was in 1956. Uh, and the second time was two years later, in 1958. So in two years, he did it, he did it twice. And it's, okay. and it's all from the exact same and, airfield. And then, and then why did he get arrested? Well, because he, because he, 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 he stole a legal plane. He flew it illegally. Oh, he, just, he just grabbed it. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he stole the plane. My yeah. he owes me a tenant. So I've got a thing to prove. And, and he had no radio, no lights. He didn't, he didn't tell New York he was landing. He's fucking landed in the middle of New York. <laughs> I, I I didn't believe it the f- like f- with the first part, but see the second part, <laughs> I was like I was like that is absolutely your mates in the pub like you're steaming and you go, right watch this. Yeah. <laughs> no, you did. I'll fucking I'll fucking show you. Wait, wait there. <laughs> I, f- I find I find it inconceivable that he managed to achieve it illegally. Do you know what I mean? Like well, he no, gets- no. So he, he was he was he had a five thousand dollar bail originally, but the the plane owner didn't press charges. So he, he was fine with it. But he must have ran in a plane and been like, "This was happening." So, so, so the second time he did it, he did go to prison. He went to prison for about six months uh, for stealing the plane. So, Marilyn, what do you think? I definitely believe that first story. Like, if you know how to do it, you'll do it again. <laughs> um, and the second story, the second We've story. We've that second story, though, haven't we? Well, that's the thing. I think the second story is a principle. Whenever I start on nips and move on to beer. <laughs> I could drink for days. <laughs> when I start on beer and move on to nips, I'll have a hangover in the morning, which is, we all know it's true as a principle, but I don't think that specific story is true. I totally... So, you, so you're going for the Oh, pilot. definitely, because I think it's just too right. too much information. I'm, I, I know I've heard that second part like a hundred times, but I feel like that's just like people want to justify why they were like it wasn't a fault of their own that they drank too much okay um so i believe the first one because i definitely believed the mentality of like oh you don't believe me Fucking well watch here this. we go wait, again wait yeah okay. Declan? i do think the order is balls like fucking, <laughs> you, you you just fucking you're like oh this and that and i'll be fine but that and this i'll be cunted we can't either way so just fucking fly the plane so you're, <laughs> everyone's agreed. You're so this is the first time this is up. So everyone's agreed that yeah. it is the it's a plane it's story. A plane plane story. story. Well, I can I can reveal that uh, the second story about the uh, the driving myth, liquor before beer in the clear. That is this is a load of old cobblers. The plane yeah! story. Yeah! The plane story is correct. The plane I story it. is one I of my know. favorite stories of all time. By the way, right now, what Elliot kind of neglected there when he said because he was trying to make it pithier and smaller it's like he landed this plane in the bowery right it's the, it the meatpacking area of new york right the meatpacking area of new york is actually a very close-knit series of buildings and he landed this fucking plane <laughs> in the streets where the bar was the first time <laughs> right, to prove it to these fuckers he landed he went over to new jersey stole the plane and landed it in front of the fucking bar and went, see? <laughs> I told you. Right. It's my uh, favourite story. It is literally of all drunken history. Did, did, didn't you tell me that this story was the reason you started the podcast? It was. No, it was. <laughs> no, it, it was because when I started... And, he, and then he accepted jail. No. <laughs> you know what? Uh, Sometimes you just have to do things, right? No, but it was the, that whole second seed of it that like we all agreed on was that if Elliot had just told you that story went this happened, you'd have went, yeah, maybe. 
but the fact that when he did it again, everyone went, that definitely yeah, happened. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. happened. Yeah. Like, because, oh, you didn't believe I did it? Well, fucking hold my beer. So we move on to our final round, which is finish the alcohol quote. I read out a famous historical quote about drinking, and the players have to give us our hopefully new, funnier, more enjoyable ending. So we'll move straight on with the first question. Almost anything can be preserved in alcohol except... My marriage. Almost anything can be preserved in alcohol except... My monthly flow. (laughs) And the reason for that is as soon as it hits the rum, I'm like, yummy, 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 yummy. That was extremely (laughs) gross. Almost anything can be preserved in alcohol except... My ability to maintain an erection. (laughs) We've all been there. It almost anything can be preserved in alcohol except the body of my dead neighbour Trevor, who asked to recover sugar one too many fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> That's extremely dark. Um, anything can be preserved in alcohol except my self worth. Well, I would say cracked egg because I tried it once and it doesn't work well, like preserving a fetus. We're definitely editing that. Out. <laughs> <laughs> almost anything can be preserved in alcohol except the memory of my father. Okay, uh, the actual quote is, almost anything can be preserved in alcohol except happiness and money. Craig, I don't care. It's Uh, so good. It's so funny. Almost anything can be preserved in alcohol except... My antique fire collection. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Uh, Fire! (laughs) Okay, we'll move on to question two. I never drink water because... I have diabetes. (laughs) <laughs> I never drink water because no matter how hard I try I can never get wet <laughs> okay I never drink water because because when I did drink the water from the dog's bowl that was outside the house which was an old stone grain corner and my dog also used to pee in it and when my man got me drinking the water from it through a dragon leaf like the dragon leaf was a straw she washed my moothie with soap and told me I was going to get worms <laughs> well, that was a journey. I never drink water because I am Flippy, the stubborn fish. <laughs> I think we're done with it. I never drink water because of the disgusting thing fish still in it. It's, it was it was W C Fields. Work is the curse of the alimony payments I have to pay to my bitch ex-wife. Oh wow, that was a bit misogynistic and mean, but fair enough. <laughs> 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 work is the curse of trying to get a tax rebate yes. work is the curse of many but without it we never have Dolly Parton's 9 to 5 so that's a silver lining <laughs> oh that was, I like it there's a load of hope in that uh, <laughs> work is the curse of the employable yeah that was it <laughs> <laughs> yeah work is the curse of my vagina cause I'm a hoe Okay. <laughs> all right. Work is the curse of... 98% of all comedians. This is true, just as the woman of is Work is the curse of the drinking classes, which is Oscar Wilde. So, remember, I before E except... In the card I wrote on the bus on the way to my friend Ailey's birthday party. <laughs> it was very shaky. <laughs> remember, I before E except... When you leisurely deceive eight overweight heirs to forfeit their sovereign conceits and when you heinously seize your feisty foreign neighbour's conceited beige hyphen from the ceiling, which, let's be honest, is just scientifically weird. Yay! Fucking yes! 
Not even a funny, but I don't care. Take one. (laughs) Take. Yes, of course it was. Remember, I before he except in my name. This is true, and science. Remember, I before he except alphabetically. (laughs) (laughs) Extremely concise. Remember, I before he except after a few cans. Oh, I was going to say that. Remember, I before he except when E is being a cunt. In which case, hit E, not I. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Keep the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I before he except. When your computer's like, there are issues, press any button and we will restart safely. And you shit yourself and push the enter and then the space bar and then O and then the one key, two key, three key, four key, five <laughs> three key, six key, seven key, eight key, nine key. Hashtag key. Then you go to the side numbers and get. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Plus, minus, divide, multiply. Were those even keys? Am I looking at those ones? Is that the keyboard? O, P, I. Oh, I before E. <laughs> so all of that happened. I just don't believe a computer. I believe there's a key. You shouldn't be pressing. So it was actually the, the quote was, I remember I before E except in Budweiser, which was uh, Professor Irvin... <laughs> Okay, thanks for that, Mario Lane. <laughs> <laughs> you complete fun sponge sitting there, but that's fine. Okay. Sponge. <laughs> he was a wise man who? Knew all the cheats for Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> he was a wise man who? Used a comedy podcast as an excuse to get drunk. Yay! <laughs> he was a wise man who? Took the women's credit. Ooh. Oh, you don't it's know how to react to that, men. He was attacking us. He was a wise man who ran for president, but no one voted for him, so now we're all fucked. And replaced president with prime minister. <laughs> he was a wise man who knew that it's not just about the penetration, but about the like pressure that comes before it. Thanks, man. <laughs> he was a wise man who. Thought it would be funny to go on a road trip with two of his mates and see a baby being born who might be the son of God. Let's follow the star, man. It'll be cool, man. It'll be fine. He was a wise man who? No, the man was making more because that was similar to Dickens. Well, similar to Dickens, realised that myrrh was the cheapest gift. He was a wise man who? Unsurprisingly, could also cut it as a poor man stealing. Come on, Nickelback fans, where are we at? He was a wise man who realised that a silent disco is not an appropriate first date. Okay, so it was a wise man who invented beer, and that was Plato, believe it or not. Well, no, but beer was invented long before Plato. No, he didn't invent beer. Plato said the words, he was a wise man who invented beer. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, I'm sorry, Ian. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone should believe in something I believe. Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> uh, we all believe that. Everyone b- should believe in something I believe. That all flat earthers should be anti-capitalist if money makes the world go round. Oh, that was um, both philosophical and not that funny. Oh. Um, <laughs> everyone should believe in something I believe. In everything, which will make it really awkward when I go to heaven and all the heaven stores are open to me and I'm like, guys, I've been seeing all of you. Uh, everyone should believe in something I believe. That my answer for this question will never be funny enough. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's pretty good. Everyone should believe in something I believe. In a thing called love. Just listen to the <laughs> rhythm of my heart. I have that right down, you can't. Fuck yeah. yeah. Every week this happens. So, uh, as everyone should believe in something, I believe I'll have another beer, which is WC Fields. Well done, ladies and gentlemen, we made it. Last call for alcohol. Well, we made it to the end. Now we have to go off to Elliot to find out who has to pay for the drinks. Yes, it's time to close the doors and give out the scores. Based on the government's recommended monthly drinking allowance, all players are ranked out of a total of 60 units. In first place is the amazing Alco Ace, Mario Lane Robertson, with 46. In second place is a terrific tanker, Craig Wilson, with 40. And in last place is the dazzling drunkard, Declan McGugan, with 37. Uh, now I need to disinfect the bar before the police arrive, but until then, stay safe, stay sane, and most importantly, stay drunk. Just have to say thank you to our panellists, Mario Lane Robertson, Declan McGuigan, Craig the Ninja Wilson, the questions were attempted to be asked by me, Ian TC, and keeping an eye on the score was Elliot Simpson. Remember, this is just a bit of fun. Please always drink responsibly, and if you have any problems with alcohol, please go to the website drinkaware.co.uk. This podcast was sponsored by The Comedian Tattoo, and you can find out more about comedy events on the website goodtattoos.com forward slash comedy. Cheers!